0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In one of the collects for the Mass for Ember Saturday in Lent, we hear, Direct our actions we beseech thee, O Lord, by thy inspiration, and further them with thy continual help, that every prayer and work of ours may begin always from thee, and through thee likewise be ended. For all those taking part in the retreat, especially today, this is a prayer for you to take to heart. It is a prayer for your preacher to take to heart as well. Indeed, for many ages, it has been the will of Holy Mother Church that all Christians should make this prayer a part of their prayer life on a regular basis. For this collect from the ember saturday has come down into the liturgy and even into private devotions as the prayer Actionis nostras which are the first two words with, it, with which it begins it has for countless ages been a prayer that christians have used and have employed before they begin any task before they begin work before they begin study any task at all they begin with this prayer asking for the good Lord to direct our actions and further them with his continual help, imploring his grace before, during, and after any task that we perform. This importance of sanctifying even our natural activity and making it supernatural is one of the points I will mention especially in the conference downstairs. Right now, though, I would like to Speak a little bit about the original place of this prayer in the Mass which we are celebrating today. Everyone is always struck by Ember Saturdays. We remember at least vaguely every year what the Ember Days are about, but it is Ember Saturday above all which truly strikes us, for it is so much longer than other Masses throughout the year. The reason for this is that on Ember Saturdays, especially, the Sacrament of Holy Orders was conferred. That is why we note, and you may note in your Missal, that the station for today's Mass is St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. This was the Church chosen where the Pope would ordain today, from the Minor Orders all the way up to the Priesthood. We know that St. Francis de Sales was ordained in three Ember Saturdays in a row, one, one year alone, he was ordained subdeacon, deacon, and then priest. And that is very much what is in mind with the prayers that we hear at this Mass. We find that after each of these prayers and each of these lessons, another order is conferred. And then we arrive at the prayer which I just recited for you at the beginning, «Actiones nostras», «Direct our actions». After that, we have the ordinations to the major orders. All those to be ordained, subdeacon, deacon, and priest, these three different types of men, they would all lie prostrate on the church floor as the litany of the saints was sung. Then they would rise, and the orders would begin to be conferred. The ordination of subdeacons then con- occurs right after the final lesson, which is ends with the hymn, which we find in Daniel, of the three men in the fiery furnace. Before these three types of men are ordained, we have this hymn, and then follows another prayer which will come down to us as part of the daily prayer life of the Church, Indeed, it is often paired with the one I recited for you earlier about the prayer to direct our actions throughout the day. Both of them are part of the thanksgiving after Mass, which you find in the Roman Missal. This prayer, which they would hear right before the ordinations begin to subdeacon, deacon, and priest, is as follows. O God, who did subdue the flames of fire for the three young men... Mercifully grant that we thy servants may not be consumed by the flames of vice. This is a theme we will hear again at the end of Lent, on another day which was also reserved for the conferral of holy orders, that is the Easter Vigil. It is the twelfth prophecy, when we hear once again the three men in the fiery furnace singing. It can certainly be understood at that time of these three men, these three types of men, those who are about to receive major orders. But it is also understood at that time, as I've mentioned to you in the past, of all those who are being baptized. Those who are being baptized were entering the fiery furnace, as it were. And they should rejoice, as did the three men, for although they would suffer terrible persecution in this life, their joy would never be taken from them, for they belong entirely to Christ. In all these things, both with the ember Saturday, and with the easter vigil we see that we are very much in the age of martyrs when these liturgies came to be what follows then immediately after these prayers and the beginning of these ordinations the first order is conferred that is subdeacon after that one of the newly ordained subdeacons would chant the epistle which you see which we hear is very much an admonition to those who are received in sacred orders. It is from St. Paul to the Thessalonians, speaking about the manner in which they should guide and correct the faithful, and that they should be thankful and always rejoicing. Then would follow the ordination of the deacons. And then the final tract of the Mass, the final chant, which is a praise to Almighty God for His boundless mercy, would be broken in two. The first verse would be sung Praise the Lord, all ye nations, and extol him, all ye peoples. And then the ordination of priests would occur. Then that chant would be concluded For his mercy is confirmed upon us, and the truth of the Lord remaineth forever. Then would come finally the last recurrence of this theme of three men, for we would have the gospel of today, which is the gospel of the transfiguration. The church wishing to dwell on this theme. We'll continue the theme tomorrow, for we will have the same gospel tomorrow in what was in former times was known as Transfiguration Sunday, that is, the second Sunday of Lent. Once again, then, we have this theme of the three men. As the subdeacons, deacons, and priests have been ordained, now these three men are taken apart by our Lord up into a high mountain, and he is transfigured before them. I look forward to speaking to you at greater length about this theme of the transfiguration tomorrow. For now, suffice it to say that this brings to completion the theme of the three men, that these men who have been chosen by God for the special grace of holy orders will now be given that special grace of seeing our Lord in his glory. St. John says, beholding the glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is to fortify them, as it has for countless centuries in this Mass fortified those who had just been ordained to major orders for the terrible trials that await them, so that if they go with our Lord to Mount Tabor and see him in his splendor and glory, it is so that they may be fortified to be able to be with him in the Garden of Olives in his agony and be united to him on his cross." If this is true of those who are to shepherd the Church of God, it is so that these graces may flow down to all of the Christian faithful, so that they may make their own the prayers of today's Mass, especially that prayer with which we began the sermon, and which I invite very much for you to make a part of your normal prayer life. Direct our actions, we beseech thee, O Lord, by the inspiration, and further them with thy continual help that every prayer and work of ours may begin always from thee, and through thee likewise be ended. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.